Welcome, welcome to the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and you have found the podcast Fika with Arctic Eric. Yep, Fika, that freedom that you and I as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that freedom we have to know him more deeply, more personally, more richly, moment by moment and day by day. The freedom to experience him in scripture, the revelation of the Alpha and Omega through Scripture, that freedom to hear His voice, that freedom to follow Him, and that freedom to share Him with others. I'm really looking forward to these coming chats here at the kitchen table. It's a subject that uh, is very near and dear to my heart, and that is 50 things the Holy Spirit does. 50 things that that wonderful Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, also referred to as the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, and the Spirit of Grace, the one self-same Holy Spirit, 50 things that He does. And why is that important for us in our walk with the Lord? Well, as we know what He desires to do, we can, for the first part, yield to him, submit our will to his will, to what he has revealed in Scripture that he desires to do, has done, or will do. And on the other side, we don't find ourselves trying to do those things that the Holy Spirit has been assigned to do. It allows us to walk in a freedom from trying to, quote, make it happen when it's something that someone else is going to do. And that someone else is the person of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Isn't it marvelous? Yep, that moment you believed in your heart that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead. At that moment, you became right with God. You became born again. The Spirit of God dwells in you because of that. You have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the first fruit of that conversion, of that experience, is that you can freely confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord. The first thing, and by the way, these 50 things aren't in any particular order. They probably could be, but they're not. So I'll just take them as I have them here listed. And it's going to be interesting to see how many chats it's going to take here at the kitchen table to be able to go through these 50 things the Holy Spirit does. Okay, so here we go with part two. We're going to begin with the fourth thing that the Holy Spirit does. And I'm going to lift these out of John chapter 15, verse 26, and John chapter 16, verse 14. What is this now that the Holy Spirit does here? Well, He, the Holy Spirit, glorifies and testifies of Christ. In verse 26, we read, But when the Helper also called the Comforter, the Advocate, the Intercessor, the Counselor, the Strengthener, the Standby, when this Helper comes, whom Jesus says he would send to you and to me from the Father, he's for all who believe, 
also referred to as the Spirit of Truth who comes from the Father, he will testify and bear witness about me. That's right. The Holy Spirit wants to reveal continually to all who believe the height and the depth and the breadth of the person of Jesus Christ, the Alpha and Omega, this Jesus in whom all eternal wisdom and knowledge was once hidden, but is now revealed to we who believe. We can also see that the Holy Spirit will glorify, this is verse 14 from chapter 16, the Holy Spirit will glorify and honor Jesus. How does that happen? Because he, the Holy Spirit, will take from what is mine and disclose it to you. How magnificent, how glorious. Okay, let's take a moment now and look at the fifth thing that the Holy Spirit does. This is taken from John chapter 16, verses 14 and 15. He, the Holy Spirit, reveals Christ to us, and get ready now, and in us. That's right. We read in John 14 that the Holy Spirit will glorify and honor Christ because he will take what is his and disclose it to you, reveal Christ to you. All things that the Father has are his. Because of this, I said that he, the Spirit, will take from what is mine and reveal it to you. Everything that the Father has belongs to Christ. And he says that that's what he meant when he said that he, the Holy Spirit, will take things that are mine and will reveal, declare, <laughs> disclose, and transmit them to whom? To you, to all who believe. How important it is that we know what it is the Holy Spirit has been sent to do, to do in you, for you, to you, and through you. All right, let's move on here to number six. The Holy Spirit leads us. Oh my, isn't that marvelous? We're going to look at Romans 8.14, Galatians 5.18, Matthew 4.1, and Luke 4.1. In Romans, it says here now that for all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. We have a part to play. We see here in Scripture that he desires by the Spirit, Christ by the Spirit, the Father also by the Spirit, desire to lead you and they desire to lead me. And when that happens, we're manifesting that we're not children only, but we're sons of God. But what is the key? We allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit. We believe that this is true, that he will lead us, and then we remain open to the Holy Spirit to lead us. And of course, that helps to bring us into maturity. Because all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons. They're mature. 
In Galatians 5.18, it says, if, that big word, but if you are guided and led by the Holy Spirit, you're not subject to the law. We're following, guided, and led by the Spirit. In Matthew 4.1, Jesus himself was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness, and he was tempted, he was tested, and he was tried by the enemy. And that's not just Christ's enemy. However, he did defeat that enemy, but he's also an enemy of ours. But as we're led by the Lord, as we're aware of what the Word of God says, and we take our stand on God's side, that he tells us the truth in Scripture, and that the battle is his, and that we will yield to him, to his leading, and his dwelling in fullness and richness in us, that the enemy will be defeated when temptations and testings and trials come. And we read here in Luke 4, verse 1, Now Jesus, full of and in perfect communion with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. That's right. He was full of the Holy Spirit. He was controlled by the Holy Spirit. And he was led in and by the Holy Spirit. And it's Christ who we follow. We follow his example. He makes it very, very perfectly clear clear for us in Scripture that he did that which he saw the Father do, and it was the Father in him who did the works. It was the Father in him, in the person of the Holy Spirit, that led him, and it is the Holy Spirit in us that will lead us forward to a deeper, richer relationship, that daily, intimate, personal relationship I've talked about here so often at the kitchen table. And I do appreciate, once again, you being here with me at the kitchen table, and I'd like to take a moment here and pray for you as I so enjoy to do each time we meet here at the kitchen table. That God's good, perfect, and acceptable will be done for you in you, and through you to others today is my prayer. God bless you. Good day.